Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Will Maher, who is region lead at Napa Transportation, and Kyla Ford, who is chief revenue officer at Trucker Tools. And today we're going to talk about leveraging technology to source capacity faster and build stronger carrier relationships. So looking back over the past two years, one of the big lessons learned is that companies can no longer stand on the sidelines when it comes to digital transfer, digital transformation. And this applies to shippers, carriers, freight brokers, and others in the industry. So as we move forward in 2023 and beyond, um, how will technology help uh, facilitate and improve the way shippers, carriers, uh, freight brokers work together? And how will it strengthen business relationships and deliver you know, benefits to all stakeholders in the industry? Well, those are the main questions we're going to discuss in today's episode, and it's great to have Will and Kyler in the program to share their insights and advice on this topic. So, Will, Kyler, welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you, Adrian. Welcome. Uh, thanks for having me back. Yeah, Adrian, great to be back, and uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, well, Happy happy New Year to you both. Uh, you know, Will, you, you were on the program before, uh, back in, in early 2022, uh, maybe before we dive into the topic, just in, just to kind of refresh people's minds in case they're not familiar with with Napa Transportation, why don't you tell us a little bit about the company and your operations and, and your role there? Yeah, thanks, Adrian. So uh, Napa Transportation is a family-owned uh, trucking company here in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, we've been in business since 1991, so a little over 30 years. Our uh, freight brokerage department, Northeast Logistics, is uh, the uh, the brokerage arm of Napa Transportation. So we're an asset-based brokerage company. Um, we run or, or move approximately 3,500 loads per month between our live load and power only division. Um, we've been growing uh, ever since we started operations in 2012. So uh, we're going around on now 11 uh, years or so in, in business as a brokerage. Uh, been really successful. Um, need to grow with our customers, adding new customer uh, to our portfolio, adding new staff, um, and, you know, we've partnered with Trucker Tools for a few years now, uh, first starting out with you guys um, in the uh, the uh, GPS tracking uh, space. And now over the past uh, few months, we've really been uh, utilizing the uh, smart capacity, uh, book it now, smart negotiation features with you guys, which has really helped grow our business uh, and help source capacity for our, uh, for our company. So. Now, that's kind of where we are now um, and um, where we're headed. Great, great. Well, um, you know, certainly the, the market has been, uh, you know, been up and down, you know, if you will, for, for the past couple of years. And, and we're, we're certainly in a different uh, phase of the market today than we were, I think, the last time we talked. And, you know, as always is the case with, with transportation, um, you know, just wait a minute and it'll, it'll you know, change again, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, which way the pendulum is uh, is swinging. Um, so, so great, great introduction. So, so Will, I mean, um, let's kind of dive into the topic a little bit and, and kind of build upon, you know, some of the the comments you you talked about there in terms of uh, some of how you're using technology. I mean, historically, I mean, what have been, you know, the main challenges associated with matching freight capacity with, with demand? In other words, I mean, what were the main drivers that led you to seek a technology solution in this area? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So, um, one of the things that we struggle with as a brokerage uh, is finding uh, day of capacity for lanes that we may not have consistent carriers for or um, extra freight where um, we might have regulars 
for, but our customers have extra volume that our regular carriers aren't able to, to source. So, you know, that leads us to rely on some of the load boards to try to find that capacity uh, to match with the loads that we have available. So um, we, we need a technology partner to help us, you know, find the right capacity for the loads that we have available. Um, you know, we, we, we really talk and really try to push you know, the relationship building aspect of the brokerage model here at Napa Transportation, making sure that our, our uh, coverage reps um, are, are building relationships with the carrier partners that we work with and getting to understand their business. Um, you know, that only goes so far sometimes where, you know, we can rely on those carriers to help move the freight that we have um, pretty consistently. But when it comes to uncovering new opportunities or moving lanes that we haven't moved before, uh, trying to source new truck capacity, um, we realize that we need another resource um, at our disposal to help try to find those trucks. And, and leveraging the Trucker Pools platform helps give us that um, visibility to the, the full truck market and, and really helps us nail down where carriers are running and how to best match them for the, the loads that we have. Yeah. So, so it sounds to me like it's, it's not, it's, it's a case of both having that visibility to the broader market and broader capacity available out there in the market, but it's also then being able to, you know, capture that capacity in a much more streamlined and automated way versus, you know, having to hit a bunch of load boards or dialing for diesels or, you know, some of the things that you've, you know, historically, you know, have been very labor intensive, time intensive, you know, inefficient and, and so forth. So, I mean, I assume that that's part of the value, you know, so it's the visibility to it, but then it's also, hey, how can we then execute on this in a much more streamlined and automated way too, right? One of the, yeah, you're right. One of the things that we really try to preach um, in our brokers department is what we call freight velocity. You know, we want to move a lot of freight through the system quickly. And one of the ways or one of the ways that we do that is leveraging the truck tools platform to help us find that capacity. You know, uh, we can certainly post a load on a load board and get 30, 40 phone calls for it. Um, but that's not a productive way of, of doing things. What we'd rather have is, you know, those targeted carriers that we know we can work with, make a few phone calls or have the carrier book a load themselves, the trucker tools platform and get that load covered. That allows us to then, you know, turn around, get that load moved, add same date freight capacity uh, to our network and um, really take some of the extra legwork out of the equation as far as having to do all those steps to try to find coverage for one load. If we can get a lot more loads through the system quickly um, at rates that we want to pay, uh, it really adds to our, our value and helps us with our margins as well. Right, right. So, so Kyle, you know, shifting over to you, you know, kind of taking the carrier's perspective now, I mean, what, what has been the response from carriers to to these types of technology solutions in the platform that, that, that you're bringing to market? I mean, do they see it as beneficial to their operations as well? Absolutely. I, I think if you're any user of, of a system in, in our world, whether it's user-based or a company-based, the usability of it is the key to you returning to continue to do business with, with that organization, right? Whether you're booking a, a hotel or an airline ticket, right? We, we, we tend to go back again and again to things that are really easy and, and which we have a great experience. And I think the carriers 
uh, in our space, the behavior it takes a little while to to adopt a lot of technologies. And in, in essence, I think it's just a, a generally an older demographic uh, in the carrier base. Uh, you know, they're a little reluctant, maybe having been burned in the past uh, of some sort of interaction with a broker, right? So historically, they've been a little reluctant to grab on. But once they see how easy it is, once they've built that relationship too, um, as as Will was saying, their their preference is to to engage digitally and engage repeatedly over and over again with that same um, same broker in that regard. The auto negotiation piece makes it easier, gives them a little bit of control, right? So it's not so much as a, there's a stagnant number that they need to go after, but that gives them the ability to negotiate. And at the end of the day, they, they want to reduce the amount of phone calls that they're making as well. Uh, they've got trucks to drive, assets to move. They've got enough going on in their lives. They don't need to be spending wasted time um, kind of figuring things out. So um, the answer to that is, is it's evolving. It's getting more and more commonplace uh, to a lot of folks. I mean, if you think about even technology inside the cab that's adopted over the last you know decade from ELD devices to now smart devices, that even took a little bit of time, probably lagging behind the consumer model. Um, and now that's caught up. And I think now that people have those in front of them, they have access to the Trucker Tools mobile app to book the loads that Will's putting up there. Uh, to have them in front of them is, is much easier than you know, having to call someone at Napa or elsewhere uh, to find their next load. So uh, we see it growing. You know, we've had tremendous growth year over year on a digital platform and the amount of digital transactions that we're booking. And I just think that's a wave of behavior that's going to continue to uh, grow more and more positively throughout this year and moving forward uh, as people get more comfortable with what that interaction feels like. Now, now is the engagement or the use by the carriers, is it predominantly via the, the mobile app, you know, or or, or do, do you have some some carriers that might be a little bit bigger that might be, used, you know, accessing the platform via, you know, more of a, you know, laptop or, you know, an, another interface? I mean, is, is it primarily the, the, the app or I mean, how do you see the, the, the engagement there? It's definitely both. But, you know, as you look at our network, we've got over 325,000 carriers uh, you know, utilizing the Trucker Tools um, application so that that network is pretty large. So it gets a lot of eyeballs, right? And a lot of times they feed off of each other. You know, as carriers are gone in the portal looking and see what loads are available. Uh, they're also maybe seeing things that come across, then still calling, but the calls are less even because of that, right? Even from Will's side, maybe their broker just see an interaction with a carrier that they want to then engage with. So regardless of if the, the digital transaction is being done, right then and there because of that it's engaging these conversations with carriers that will's going to want to use again and again he's going to say oh this is someone we didn't know kind of was out there running these lanes we we want to have you in our network we're going to value you as a as a carrier we're going to consistently push good loads your way and they that's how they garner that relationship but without that initial digital transaction they may not have known the two existed or that they were a good potential match right so whether or not it's done the way we hope it would be done, which is you go in, you see a load, you book it, you negotiate yes or no, and then you do it. Or if there's a little bit one more step, I think both are wins um, for Will and his team, uh, as well as you know other folks using the platform. So I, I think um, it's a combination of the two. Yeah. You know, I, I, this may not be a perfect, uh, you know, analog, but, um, you know, when I think about this, I think about how you know, we order coffee now, um, my wife and I, you know, we, we were regulars here in New England of, of Dunkin' Donuts, of course, you know, my wife is really the one that first started doing this, you know, using the mobile app. So in the, you know, historically in the past, we would drive to a Dunkin' Donuts and stop, and then we would have to wait in line to place our order. And then we have to wait to get the, the, the you know, the order to be made and so forth. 
And now what we've gotten in the habit of doing is my wife, you know, if I'm driving, she takes out the app and she places the order as we're driving our way there. And, you know, when we arrive there, she just walks right in. The coffee's already ready. She takes it out and, you know, brings it out and, and off we go again. So no waiting. You know, the transaction was quick and streamlined and easy. It's connected to our credit card. So we, you know, we pay, you know, all of that is all streamlined. And I, you know, when I think about some of these technologies that, you know, you, you and others are bringing to the market with regards here in the transportation space, you know, particularly the mobile apps and, and things like that, that, you know, it's kind of a similar type of thing that once you start using it, you realize how much more streamlined and efficient it is and how you can now start, you know, um, doing more with the limited amount of resources that, you know, that, that are out there. Um, so, so, you know, I, I think a lot of times, you know, I think we can all see in our own personal lives, how this technology is, is changing the way we, uh, conduct business, if you will, and do purchases and so forth. And I think the similar type of thing is happening in, in, the, in the business uh, realm. So, so, well, th th this brings me back to you and you, you touched a little bit upon this a little bit in terms of, you know, the types of, of solutions you're using from, from trucker tools. I mean, can, can you talk a little bit about, you know, the benefits you've realized from, from these solutions and, and how they've benefited your carrier partners as well as your shipper clients too? Yeah, thanks. And just to kind of touch on what you just mentioned there about the adaptability or just the fact that carriers are starting to be more inclined to use apps. One of the nice benefits that we see from the Trucker Tools app is the driver's ability to book loads 24-7. You know, um, we have staff here in the office most of the day, but it we do notice that a lot of drivers, you know, when they're working, they're, they work around the clock, right? So we'll see drivers uh, utilizing the Trucker Tools app to book themselves on loads at one, two o'clock in the morning when we don't necessarily have full-time staff working. So that's just another way for the drivers to be able to book freight uh, on their schedule, so to speak, um, that we wouldn't have had that capability had we, you know, if we didn't have that platform for them to be able to book through that, um, through the app. So that's just one of the benefits that we we see a lot um, from the from a broker side, having the carriers be able to use the app whenever they want, when it's convenient for them, whether that's in their truck or if they're at home um, and being able to book at their at their uh, leader. So that's one of the benefits. Um, you know, the the fact that we're able to have visibility to so many different carriers um, gives our our team a lot of um, extra tools to be able to find those those trucks for the, the hard to cover loads that we have. Uh, so from a customer standpoint, you know, leveraging trucker tools to be able to find capacity for loads that maybe we were not sure we'd have capacity for uh, being able to commit to certain loads that our customer, you know, may have offered another transportation provider and they turned down because they didn't have a carrier base or they weren't sure what capacity they would have for those loads. You know, being able to be more confident about accept, uh, freight acceptance is a huge thing for us. So that in turn allows our customers to be able to tender us more freight. We can be more confident when we accept the freight from the customers that we know that we, we have uh, the carrier network to help provide those solutions um, for those loads. So that's that's one of the, one of the well the second benefit uh, of the trucker tools platform for us is just making sure that we have um, you know the confidence to be able to accept those loads and find the trucks that we need to move the freight. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you hear that a lot from, from you know, from the shipper clients that I work with, you, you know, they, they always talk about capacity assurance, right? So they want to make sure that the capacity is available when they need it, right? And at, at a fair price, you know, you know, relative to the market. And, and I think that from, from the shipper's perspective, you know, that's what they're looking for from their, from their broker partners is the ability to, you know, quickly and efficiently um, provide the capacity that's, uh, you know, going to be a, a, a from a, with a quality carrier or uh, uh, and and at a at a good price. Um, so, so Kyla, going back to you, I mean, when evaluating you know d- digital freight matching solutions, I mean, what what are some of the important capabilities that companies should look for? Well, I think even before they start evaluating, I think they should start to think about their digital strategy as a as an organization and how it fits into their current model, the type of culture that they have, and the people that are going to embrace and use it on a daily basis. And, and that'll kind of give you the outcome that you're, you should expect from whatever you decide to purchase, right? If, if you're a pretty old school in the way that you do business, the clientele you have, the customers you serve, you know, the percentage of your digital transactions may only be a certain amount, and that may be good uh, for your organization. That may augment some of the, the staffing needs that you have. Uh, to Will's point, it'll help push freight through a lot quicker and those easier to book types of freight interactions and let you focus on the hard ones, right? So it may give you that lift uh, to your organization that allows you to keep keep the pedal down and really do great work. Uh, at other organizations where kind of they have a, a you know tech forward mindset as a culture, uh, they kind of operate in that regard, they, they might have a little more capacity to leverage that and put more resources uh, in front of that to make, make that you know, percentage of their business that they do digitally higher. And I always tell people to just do that and kind of do a mirror check first before you do it, because no matter what solution you pick in the market, it's not going to take you from, you know, 0% of digital transactions to 100% just by turning on the switch. It's just not the world that we live in, uh, in transportation. So just set your expectations to facilitate the growth needs, maybe the staffing needs and other things that you're looking to improve upon, you know, in, in a realistic way. And then from then you can decide, you know, what's your best approach and which way does your team operate the best? Because digital bookings, digital um, freight matching, as you will, is, is used in a lot of different terms in our industry, digital capacity, sourcing, all these fun things, is also different in the way you utilize the tools. Uh, for example, if Will and his team are leveraging, um, you know, our load board uh, digital platform, as you'd say, those are real-time loads that are coming in from TMSs of our partners all around you know, the world. And that's a different interaction than it is from a, a standard static load board where loads are being posted repeatedly to the top of the board and different things. So those folks know that like when they're picking these, they're very you know, clean loads that are available real-time, and they're going to use that in a manner differently than they would a typical load board. The same thing with an email parsing service that we do as well. We're going to send the right loads to your folks that we think match up with the type of freight that you historically book or historical lanes. And we're going to try and put in front of you good opportunities there as well. Again, it's not a perfect science always, right? The algorithm is going to give you, you know, their best guess based on the parameters that we have in our system. And that's something else you leverage on top of that in addition to the board. So it's like, I tell people, it's not like a one size fit all shoe from your digital presence. You got to take little bits of pieces as well as the other internal operations that you've been doing forever and kind of put them together in a nice way that fits the goals of your organization. Um, so I always tell people, look for something that's flexible, look for a solution that that integrates well with multiple TMSs, which we integrate with with many, many, many TMSs for that reason. Uh, be able to have APIs available for in-house needs that you guys have. So if NAPA 
has some stuff that they want to pull or ingest internally and or push uh, to us that we can do that very seamlessly and it doesn't take a lot of their resources because I'm sure Will knows that, that they're in a technology company. They don't have tons and tons of developers just sitting there with their, you know, twiddling their thumbs. They've got plenty to do. So it's our job as the vendor to make it very seamless and easy to plug into at any given time the data that they want to pull and to push and, and to make those transactions more specific. And then the last thing I would just say is make sure that the the return on investment is is pretty evident. Um, you know, for us, you know, we're trying to push care reuse, and we do that really well um, to these guys. So that way, they're not just booking one time with one carrier. They have good carriers in front of them that they're going to want to book every time uh, or as many times as they can, so they can go out and pick up more customers. And at the end of my day, you know, I'm only successful uh, at my job is if I can create more revenue for Napa. Um, not just by helping them with margins and, and helping them book freight faster, but to give them even more capacity, as Will was saying, to go out and get more and more customers that have confidence in them that they could facilitate all of their transportation needs. So it, again, a long answer to that, because I would just, but I would think through it if I'm if I'm out there buying today um, a new solution or thinking about my digital strategy, that it, number one, fits into my company culture and my plans as an organization of what I'm going to build internally, what I need to augment. And also is my staff and, and organization ready to take this on? And if we implement it, are they going to use it to its fullest amount and, and not kind of revert back to the ways of old, which again, aren't bad, good or bad or indifferent, right? It's just, it's how you, you want to leverage these tools. If you're going to you know, implement them like Napa has, they, they use them and they're power users and they're invested in the success of them. Uh, and that's the the real way to you know take advantage of of this digital um, ecosystem, as you will. Yeah, well, a lot, a lot of great uh, food for thought and, and words of advice there. I mean, I, I love how you started the the response, which was, hey, you know, before you kind of dive into features and functions and and go go straight to the technology, you got to really take a step back and and really you know uh, think about your strategy and and look and look at where you are today and. And 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 kind of what your objectives are and your goals are, because that's going to then dictate, you know, um, the 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 path that you take on this journey, and um, you know what some of the your desired arc outcomes, you know, will be as a result. Um, so I so I think starting there is is you know great advice, um, you know, not only for this type of technology but any kind of technology. I th I think that's a big mistake that a lot of companies take is that they you know immediately run straight to the uh, you know the RFP uh, and go straight into the the technology requirements, but don't really uh, having defined their problem statement, their objective statement, and their you know their strategy very well, and and then that can lead to challenges and problems you know down the road. Um, so as a way to wrap up, Will, I'll start with you, and then and then Kyla, you can add whatever uh, thoughts you have on top of that. I mean, I mean, what advice, Will, would you give to companies that are just getting started on this journey? And and you know, what are some what do you see as some important factors for success? Yeah, thanks. Um, I think Kyla made a really good point. Um, that's maybe one of the things that <clears throat> we honestly struggle with with the onset of uh, the digital freight matching platform with trucker tools is we hadn't really um, considered how we were going to deploy the technology with our team. So the first few months were spent trying to navigate, you know, how do we handle this new technology as far as the freight bookings that are being done by uh, carriers on their own? What does that mean for the, the staff that we have here? Uh, how do we, you know, balance the the needs of the truckload coverage reps with the needs of the carriers who want to book freight on their own through the the platform? So um, we worked through a lot of that. I think one of, to, to your question, I guess Adrian, I would say 
if you're getting started with this solution and this technology platform, you know, designate a person or people on the staff to be the kind of the point people with making sure this uh, is successfully deployed within the organization. You know, um, it really um, works best when you have a, a few of your staff that are really engaged with the Trucker Tools, you know, smart capacity platform, the Book It Now feature, um, and that they know how to follow up and engage with the carriers and the, the way to maximize the relationships with those carriers. Like, like Kyler said too, like we want these carriers to continue to use the Trucker Tools app to book their loads, engage with us through the, uh, the offers that they make on the loads, um, and just having somebody on our team to be the point person um, to, to handle those relationships uh, is, is a really important thing to consider when you start with this because, you know, um, we started with the uh, smart negotiation in August and um, since then we've grown every single month from a loads book standpoint. So be prepared uh, to, to start booking more loads uh, digitally that way because the carriers are out there and they want to do it. So that would be my advice is, you know, uh, just prepare yourself for a lot of interest in the platform because carriers want to use the app. Uh, certainly they know that they still have to engage with uh, the broker when they need help with something or when a uh, delivery goes wrong or something like that. But from on the front end, the, the carriers like using the technology um, and they expect, I think, the, their broker partners to be able to interact with them in the way that they want to be uh, doing business. So it's important that you have the folks here or on whoever's team it is to be able to handle those relationships and be prepared to deal with the interactions because it will keep you busy um, with uh, all the, the interests that we have from our carrier partners. Great, great, great insight and advice there. Uh, Tyler, uh, Kyler, anything to, to add to that? I couldn't echo that even stronger. We'll hit it uh, right on the head. It, it's just to have ownership across your organization. And I, I'd say that on any technology you have, uh, even outside of trucker tools, I'd, I'd have some folks that really own it, understand it, and then can can articulate that to the rest of the organization. I, I mean, at the end of the day, the trucker tools platform is to empower and give superpowers to your to your brokers at your organization. So it's and a lot of times it's thought of as a, something that takes away from their productivity. And in, in fact, it's a complete opposite. It actually should be this extra tool that allows them to book more loads, to book more activity, to create better relationships, and it's at their disposal. So you have to have someone at your organization who understands that and, and can teach and articulate that and help facilitate those things. Um, you know, and, and to Will's point, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of folks are gonna go home from their job, they're gonna sleep, enjoy time with their family. But with the digital presence allows them to book these loads anytime. Uh, so I think, you know, having someone that understands that as well can engage, set the parameters accordingly within the organization to manage those folks that are booking digitally off hours and follow up uh, is just really critical. So it, it's great to Will's point. Uh, it will allow you to book a lot more loads. So got to have someone ready to, to handle that and manage those things and, and make sure that your folks uh, understand uh, the best way to utilize the tool. Yeah, no, that's great. So, I mean, I think, you know, if, if, if I, if I heard you both correctly, I mean, obviously, you know, the, you know, you've got to be prepared organizationally for the kind of changes and impact that technology can bring to the organization and, and vice versa, both the the good and perhaps the challenging or the, the need to perhaps you need to change, uh, you know, business practices as a result of implementing, you know, new technology. And, and I think communicating that effectively to the organization 
and 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 have everyone on the same page in terms of of why it's a win 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 for everyone involved. I think is uh, I think is important. Well, Will Kyler, uh, again, um, you know, we could probably spend another hour or two talking through this this topic, but I, I think you both provided some great insights and advice on this topic. So, thank you again for making the time to be with us today. Thank you, Adrian. Yeah, thanks, thanks Adrian. Yeah, thanks, Will. Appreciate it, buddy. Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us. If you're watching this episode on demand, either at the uh, Trucker Tools website or on Talking Logistics, and you've got a question for Will or Kyler, uh, you can post it there, and I'm sure they'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.